This week's episode of To The Top Talk is brought to you by CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Talking Southern Miss athletics with some pretty knowledgeable Southern Miss fans. Great place to go, unvarnished, unfiltered. You won't have to sift through the propaganda. Southern Miss fans, check it out. CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Hey, it's Frank Caliendo, and I'll be back in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yes, Miss- I should have fixed this. Hattiesburg, Mississippi, uh, for the fourth annual Last for Life comedic event. Mississippi, of course, home of Morgan Freeman and Brett Favre. August 2nd, might have said that already, and we'll see you there. Hakuna Potato. You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Every day, anything we do is Southern Miss to the top. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey. We're here with your break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda in the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. We've got a great guest lined up for you today. It's Nathan Hosey's birthday, so if you know Nathan, a.k.a. the bane of my existence, be sure you wish him a happy, happy, happy birthday. And I uh, hope you get some new white tennis shoes, Nathan, for your birthday, or some dad jeans, or a Colorado Rockies t-shirt, or something of the like. Probably you need more Southern Miss t-shirts. I've seen you in some Houston propaganda at some point or another, so you guys know Nathan, get Nathan fixed up. All right, we got an excellent show for you today. We've got somebody from the athletic department joining us. Brad Smith, the senior associate athletic director for external affairs. I think I got that right. But before we get to that, a little bit of news to catch you guys up on. Southern Miss assistant baseball coach Chad Kaye. Uh, It was announced this week he was leaving to take a similar position at Texas A&M. Received quite the pay raise in that move. I believe he's making quite a bit more than our own head coach, so cannot blame him for that. You know, the word is he was waiting to become the Southern Miss head coach. You know, he's kind of just been the head coach and waiting. He's doing a great job with the program, but an opportunity like this comes along. That's a lot of money to turn down, so... Certainly can't blame him for doing that for uh, himself, his family, and his future. So best of luck to Coach Kaye. No word yet on who his replacement will be at Southern Miss. This was first reported by a Tribe Insider. Uh, Nick Sandlin has a forearm strain and will not pitch again this year. So Nick Sandlin, been making moves. I believe he was all the way up to AAA in the Indians organization. But he's uh, he's out for the year. I don't know if it's precautionary or if it's you know something more serious. But I mean, maybe a little of both. <laughs> but Nick Sandlin's year cut short with the Cleveland Indians organization. But uh, hopefully he'll be back next season in rare form. Also uh, caught this. Had somebody bring this to my attention. Former Golden Eagle basketball player Kelgen Blevins is on the Portland Trailblazers summer league roster right now. Now. Kelgen transferred from Southern Miss to Montana State after his sophomore season. After his sophomore season, his dad has a heart attack, passes away. He was really close with his dad. He goes, transfers up to Montana State to be closer to his cousin, who uh, is Damian Lillard. 
the star point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. Him and Damian became really close, and uh, so he moved up there to be closer to him, playing his final two seasons at Montana State and getting a shot in the NBA Summer League, so congratulations to him. Also, I did a little, uh, I helped out a guy, I say I helped out, I contributed, but he, he did a lot of the legwork. Matthew Bartlett, you may uh, rem- have, remember him from last year at the Roost, he uh, covers Rice Athletics. Well, starting tomorrow, Monday, July the 8th, he's going to be selling these Conference USA breakdowns on his site. Really, I mean, more insight in these than I've seen in any of the preseason magazines. It gives you insight into every team, you know, from from media people with those particular teams. You can get it for $4.99 at, at theroost.com slash shop. Highly recommend it. I read through it, and uh, I was amazed. So kudos to Matthew Bartlett. Like I said, go check it out. If you want some more insight into Conference USA this fall, it's a great little download for you. All right, also, as we mention every week, we're getting closer. We're only a couple of weeks away, well, four weeks away from Last for Life 2019. That's our big annual comedy benefit show at the Sanger Theater here in Hattiesburg. The headliner this year Frank Caliendo, who you've seen on Mad TV, Fox NFL Sunday, as well as ESPN. It's going to be an amazing show. Opening for him is going to be Keith Alberstadt, who had a great set here a few years ago, and I will be your MC. So should be an amazing night of comedy, at least from the other two. All right, let's get to the guest today. So Jason Bailey sat down with the new Senior Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs. Please welcome our guest today, Brad Smith. Okay, welcome to the line now. Uh, This guy got his degree from Southern Miss in 2003. He comes to Southern Miss from Moorhead State while it was his last stop, uh, where he carried the same title there. A social media guru and a breath of fresh air in the marketing department at USM. Welcome to the show, Brad Smith. Brad, what's up, man? Hey, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Yeah, I mean, welcome. I guess I guess first things first, you know, welcome back to campus. Uh, 2003 was the last time that you, I guess the last time you were around uh, as, as a student, anyways. Um, so, so you know, what's it been like since the uh, since the return to Hattiesburg? Yeah, it's uh, it's been great. It's been great to be back home. You know, this is this has always been a place that I've wanted to. To finally come back to, you know, uh, once I graduated, um, you know, I kind of cut my teeth uh, in minor league hockey a little while on, on the Gulf Coast, but uh, and then a long journey to get back here. But uh, I know we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, but uh, it's been great coming back home. My family, you know, is all from South Mississippi and and Southern Miss, and being a Golden Eagle is what I've always kind of wanted to want to do. As uh, I kind of grew through this industry and throughout my career, so. Uh, like I said, I keep saying I'm glad to be back home, and I really am. And meeting people like you guys and people in the community and um, campus community as well, and Hattiesburg and the Pine Belt area has really been welcoming, and we're excited to get our roll up our sleeves and get started. So, did you get moved into that house yet, or what? Finally, finally, <laughs> we finally got settled in. We kind of, we we moved to uh, to pedal, and uh, and it's been a long long road to hoe, in other words. But uh, finally got there, and uh, finally settled in, and uh, I'm actually in my garage right now looking at a bunch of boxes. I've got a lot of work to do, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, but other than that, uh, everything's been good. And uh, finally getting settled in in Habsburg and settled. 
Sure, man. Well, welcome back. Um, now, what exactly is your title at Southern Miss? Well, it's a long title, but basically it's a, a senior associate AD for external operations, and basically that handles um, all the marketing and advertising and promotions in any video content that goes out, any of the live streaming that goes out, uh, any of the ESPN stuff that we do, uh, the graphic design work, um, all that falls under external operations shop. Um, you know, in, in other words, we're, we're kind of in the, the memory making business, if you will, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, in marketing and we want to make sure we're making great memories for, for our family and my family personally and, and other families around the, uh, you know, that, that come to our game. So, um, we want to make sure we're putting on a great experience for those guys as well. So, um, you know, that's, that's a long-winded answer for, for the title that, that I have here. But that's, in, in short, um, it's really about putting on a great show and, and making memories for, for your family and people to, 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 to um, you know, to have and, and hold on to and cherish for many years to come. Sure. Well, it's it's definitely not going unnoticed. Um, and, uh, and we really appreciate all the work that you've done so far. Um, now – Originally from Brookhaven, Mississippi, um, I know, you, and you've had several stints along the way, but you've been at this thing for for quite a while, right? Yeah, uh, about sixteen years. But uh, you know, once I graduated from Southern Miss, um, yeah, I went to Brookhaven High School and li- lived down there for for a long time. And uh, but once I graduated from Southern, um, uh, like I said earlier, cut my teeth selling group tickets uh, for the Mississippi Sea Wolves down in down in South Mississippi and Biloxi. And, hmm. Uh, worked there for about two or three years until um, the hurricane Katrina blew through there, and uh, so we decided once that happened, uh, we were going to head north. So um, we went to work for Middle Tennessee State University for about five years, and I was assistant director of marketing there, and just kind of moved my my way up the ladder to become an assistant AD of marketing there, and, and and did a lot of cool things there to try to grow attendance and 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 still use some of those things that. Um, that were my roots and foundation group ticket sales to try to elevate marketing there and, and did a lot of student attendance things there as well and kind of grew their attendance numbers at football and basketball and baseball. And then from there, I wanted to kind of get my shot at uh, perceived big time college athletics. And, and uh, there's a director of marketing position that opened with Texas A&M. And so um, I went to work for those guys for, for a year in college station and really learned a lot about culture and how things are just kind of, um, you know, you just, it's just kind of their nature and culture to go to the game. That's just part of being an Aggie and, and, and being part of the 12th man that was kind of ingrained and an innate, um, option for people. And then that's just what they did. And then, then from there, um, decided we want to get a little bit closer to home and worked at UAB for a while as assistant AD for, for marketing and, and, and worked there for three years and, and decided that I wanted to run my, entire external shop i'd done a lot of the marketing promotions but i wanted to be able to put my hands on different elements uh, of the external opportunity so um, i got a shot in uh, moorhead kentucky at moorhead state university and worked there for the past five years and, and doing different things and, and and trying to grow attendance and, and and learn a little bit of the administrative side of things as i have I had administrative over, oversight over football and and um, also over their their cheerleading program which is um, something that I had to learn a lot because they are, they were the uh, they had won forty, actually thirty nine national championships in cheerleading. And uh, once we once I finished my stint there, they're up to forty three national championships now, <laughs> which is which is crazy. Um, but uh, um, but so learning that side of it too, and and putting all that together, 
Um, and then, uh, Jeff Mitchell, um, gave me a call, um, back in November, I believe it was, and just asked and see if I wanted to, um, come back to Southern Miss and if I'd be interested in doing that. And I said, absolutely. Let's talk. And so I started in January 16th and here we are about six months later. So, uh, and, and trying to do some cool things at Southern Miss and, um, you know, like I said, it's always been a place that I don't want to be. I want to take everything that I've learned at all the other stops and bring it back here and, uh, and help move the needle and help make things better at Southern Miss. Sure. Well, you, and you mentioned, well, you mentioned Moorhead and then you mentioned moving the needle just then. Uh, there's two things that popped up just doing a little research on you, uh, while at, while at, uh, Moorhead. Total revenue through fundraising and corporate sponsorships increased by 220%. Wow. Right? Um, yeah. And yeah. That, that's, uh, that's got to be, I mean, I guess one of the attractive things that, that made, uh, Jeff Mitchell give you that, give you that phone call. Not only were you, you know, a South Mississippi guy, a Southern Miss grad, but putting up numbers like that. And, and also the other thing, the, the, the marketing campaign you came up with, one town, one team, um, I guess those things kind of went hand in hand as far as getting to that just exponential growth. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, of course I had my hands on the on the corporate sales side as well at Morehead, so I was also handling all the corporate sales. So I could actually, you know, ha- have a, an idea and then uh, see it come to come to fruition um, through corporate sales, through ticket sales, through a marketing campaign, and then just kind of molding it the way I wanted it and. And, and moving it that way. And then a lot of people jumped on it with once we came up with the one town, one team um, campaign. And that was all about unity and, and some synergy between the campus community and the Moorhead community. And, you know, on the, on the main thoroughfare going into, into Moorhead there on the main street, you know, we did some, some street signs that they had never done before. And they, they said one town, one team. So um, we did a big campaign with the mayor and, and, uh, and with our campus community. And, and, and whenever that kind of hit, then you could go out and start selling things that, um, and selling corporate packages and group ticket packages and trying to get people's names, uh, not only people, but also sponsor names out in your, in your arenas and at your baseball fields and, and, uh, in your stadiums and all that. And, and so you could kind of see where that unity kind of went hand in hand and, and then started to move the needle that way by creating some packages that really were attractive to people and, um, and, and also adding some ticket sales and then adding, um, some opportunities within our school systems there as well to try to get, um, you know, the young kids out to the games. So it's kind of, I think that's how we're going to grow, like you said, exponentially is through, um, you know, kids and, and elementary school kids, uh, you know, pre-K, uh, daycare, all those kind of kids. And then the families have to come out to the game. So, um, and, and moving on to Southern Minnesota, that's kind of what we're trying to do here is do some of those things. And, and I think you'll see some of that. Uh, come this fall, um, a lot of the hard work that, we, that our external staff and teams are putting in this summer, um, and then trying to get the, the family of fours out and, uh, family three, like your family mm-hmm. as well. And you've got your little boy there as well. And those guys coming to the game. I just think that's, that's the way we're going to go. Um, and, and then, and then once we do that, you'll start seeing exponential growth. We've got to do our job too when, while at the game so that they're having fun and, um, uh, too. So if they're not having fun, you know, they're not going to come back. So right. we've got to be able to do a good job with the fan experience as well. So, um, so, um, so just keep, keep on moving on, moving on, you know? Absolutely. And I tell you, man, whenever, and you've seen it, uh, we've also, we've, we've seen it kind of, uh, in spurts throughout the years. Um, when everybody in Hattiesburg and the surrounding communities are, you know, 
pulling the rope in the same direction as far as Southern Miss goes. Jamie and I have talked about it a hundred times, but man, it is an absolutely gorgeous thing to behold uh, when everybody gets behind them. And uh, you know, it's a it's a force that's that's hard to that's hard to stop when it gets rolling in the right direction. Uh, now, through the last several years, you know, we've had we have we've had turnover all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we're working on yeah. our, our. I think we're. I think this will be whenever we whenever we interview Jeremy McLean in the three years this podcast is going on. I think it'll be the fourth athletic director that we've interviewed. <laughs> So, uh, right. you know, and, and, you know, the presidents and this and that, but head coaches here and there. Um, but it seems now that we've kind of got, uh, along with you and Brian Morrison and McLean, um, and of course the president, you know, we've kind of got a lot of the key parts in place, I think. Um, anyway, but, but, you know, every time I run into you, whether it's out in the roost or just around town, it always seems to me like the wheels are just always turning. You're asking questions. You're shaking <laughs> hands. You're, you're, you know, the, the people that honestly thought they might have been neglected through the years, um, the hardcore fans, it, it, you guys are, are, are out in front of all of it. Is that, uh, is that something that you try to just, as far as, you know, being visible in the community? Is that, is that important to you? Or, um, does that make any sense? Like, do, do, do you think that yeah. like, getting out in front of it is is going to help your job be easier? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, it's it's intentional, but it but it's also just kind of comes natural. I'm I'm a per- type of person that wants to get out and meet people, and I want to meet you know the, the the fan base, and I want to get a pulse of the fan base. And if mm-hmm. you're just sitting in your office or you're on social media, you're not really getting that, you know. So you've got to get out and. And, and touch and feel and, and see people and talk to people and kind of get their, their, their gauge and their interest of what, what can be exciting for them. You know, that's, you know, when, when you go to your, when you talk to your fan base, what kind of better core do you have as a big, huge focus group than your, your, your fan base, your season ticket holders? So, um, yeah, it's very intentional, but it's also something that just kind of comes natural as well. Um, you know, and that's kind of where, you know, way back when, whenever I was sitting in bed, like you were talking about, the, the wheels are always turning and, uh, you know, and it's kind of a sickness, if you will, but it's, it, you know, I have a notepad on the side of my, my, by my bedside table and I, I wake up in the middle of the night, take down notes. And one thing that came to my mind back in, you know, December at some point, um, was the hashtag 30K five times. I knew that we had five home games, football games. Um, that were coming up at, uh, at Southern Miss. And if I were to get the job, um, that was one of the things I wanted to implement. And, <laughs> and so to be able to do that, you've got to get out and, and talk to people and, and get everybody to understand your vision. And a vision is basically something that's very invisible to people, but you've got to make, be able to communicate that idea to people and then start to implement it. And, and so, um, so, so, so being very, um, engaging with people and hearing their thoughts and their ideas and, and also taking some other ideas and implementing them, you know, um, it can be very difficult to do at times, but, but you want to be able to, to talk to people and you want to be able to feel um, what they feel whenever they come to games. So, um, and then using some of that and then taking all that data and all that information, compiling all of it, and then trying to run with campaigns or with small little events, um, and carving out different ideas within the stadium. I can get into the details and the weeds of things, but uh, of, of trying to get different niche or different groups of different people into the game. And then um, I always say we have create small events around the football game. So we have multiple events around a game or if it's football, baseball, basketball, you, you hope that more people are going to come out and then get be experiment a little bit with that and then come out to the games and then come to two games and come to three games and come to four games. And hopefully 
they'll buy a season ticket and then they'll become lifelong fans and become and then join Eagle Club and then get their little son or daughter to be and see more sidekicks. And then it, it all goes hand in hand and um in, in how we kind of put all this stuff together. So um but yet but yeah to answer your question, you know, to, to get out there and, and to meet you guys and to meet other season ticket holders and other donors and just people in the community is very, very important to what we want to do and what we want to accomplish because we're not going to be able to do it um, by ourselves or some kind of desk somewhere. We've got to get out and meet people and and get people to kind of um, believe in us. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, and our job as fans too is, is to kind of help you guys out with that, bring people to the game, you know, make them, let them have a good experience, invite them out to a tailgate, let them sit next to you one time. And, and I think we have a core of us that, that really try their best to do that. But, um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a process, <laughs> which you know, yeah, um, yeah. and, uh, but, but it seems like everything is on the uptick at Southern Miss. Um, not just from a, from an athletic standpoint, but from an academic standpoint too, and stuff going up around campus. And, um, you know, it really seems to be like a, uh, a, a really, a really positive environment to work in. I would, I, I would expect. Um, and speaking of that, it, it got me to wondering, um, because yeah, it, w- w- you know everything changes. But how has your job changed through the years? Like these days, I think I've only had a Twitter account for the last couple of years. Um, so right. I, I would imagine after graduating Southern Miss in two thousand and three till now, uh, your job has advanced um, at least on the, on the social level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Social media and, and not just Twitter and Facebook, but of course Instagram and you got Snapchat, which I'm still learning with Snapchat, <laughs> but, but Instagram and, and, and Twitter and, and Facebook, those were three advertising mediums that I kind of, Facebook and Twitter really jumped on early on, uh, back in as early as, um, 2006, I believe, 2007, something like that when I was at Middle Tennessee, um, and because we, I saw it early on, it was a, it was a way to engage with people, um, as opposed to just throwing up a, a newspaper ad and then uh, doing that shotgun approach and hoping that people are seeing that. Um, and, and then I know if I send out a, something on Twitter, I can get instant engagement, hopefully, or I can see someone, hey, someone likes it, someone retweets it, hey, I know that I've got that sense of uh, gratitude that someone has endorsed it or they like it and, and they're helping us send our message out exponentially that way to their followers or their fans. So that's been one, one large piece of it. Um, you know, uh, the big screen TV in your living room and your couch has really, really um, made it challenging for marketers to get people into the, out to the games as well. Um, so, so that's something that has, that has grown um, o- over the past 20 years. Uh, so social media, the HD TV in your living room. Um, and then also, I think it, uh, there's, there's more things that people have to do to protect their livelihoods nowadays than they did 20 years ago, in my opinion. A lot of our students are working, they're non-traditional students, or if they are traditional students, they're also working jobs as well and going to school. So it takes up a lot of their time. And so they've got, so we have five Saturdays this fall. So they've got to get off work, hopefully. And they'll come to the game. So it's five, um, those five Saturdays this fall, as opposed to, you know, having, having to work the weekend or whatever it is or working throughout the week where you can get off for the weekend. So those things have all come in, become very, very challenging, um, to all of us. And we're still trying to figure out how to remedy any of that. And, um, but we're, you know, we're putting, 
doing a lot of, and I think that you've got to be very creative. I think creativity is going to win a lot of fans back doing things that people haven't seen before. Um, and that's a lot of hard work. And um, that's a lot of sleepless nights trying to come up with whatever that is, that silver bullet is to try to get people out to the game. So, so those three things have really changed um, just in the past 16 to 20 years, in, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the traditional marketing, word of mouth, grassroots marketing, picking up the phone, asking someone to buy a ticket will never go away. Right. That's part of what we do each, each and every day and, and asking being on these podcasts with you guys, you know, that's something that wasn't around 16, you know, 20 mm-hmm. years ago sure. as well. So it's another opportunity as a sounding board to, to get our message out um, to fans as well. So, um, but you know, it, it's a, uh, it's a labor of love. Definitely. We, we accept those challenges that come to us and we try to make it better. So and I'm excited. I'm fired up about it. I'm really excited to try to get people at the games this fall. Not not just football. Mm-hmm. We've got a you know a brand new men's basketball coach as well, Coach Ladner. He kind of shares the same sentiments as as we all do. He's going to get out, and I'm sure he's already he's been on the roost. I know he has been at, at baseball and shaking hands and seeing people. So I think you'll see an uptick in season tickets and ticket sales for our men's basketball program this year. There's a lot of momentum with football and men's basketball. And of course, baseball just coming off the season as they had as well. They've got it going, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and you know, we just hired a new softball coach. Um, I have administrative oversight over softball as well, so I'm really excited about having Coach Levan, um, who is who's also our, our our new softball coach, but who is also, you know, a, a veteran as well in our military, special forces. Um, and, and so that's a great, unique story as well to tell. Um, so we just got to continue to tell our stories and, and try to get people out to the games and hopefully, um, we'll hit the right buttons with certain people and they'll start coming out. What is the most important thing people need to know about participating? Like the importance of participating, whether that be Eagle Club, um, just buying a ticket to the game, um, wearing your stuff around town. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just, it, it, what, what's the most important thing people need to know about doing that about getting out and 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 making that extra phone call putting on the hat buying the ticket sitting in the seat um what what, like like i guess what would you what would be your your pitch to people to say hey look this is why we need you to do this yeah we've got to get uh yeah it's all it's buy buy your season tickets join the club get others to do the exact same thing and wear the colors you know it's uh, wouldn't it be a, just an awful, tragic sight for our football team? I, I'm going back to football because it's coming up August 31st for the first home game. But for those guys to run out of the tunnel and there's no one at the game. So they've put in all these hours. Mm-hmm. Work, and they're going to class as well. And they're working, volunteering their time as well in the weight room and doing all these types of things, hitting the books, doing well in the grades, going out of the community, meeting people, doing autograph sessions and all that. And then they – come up there and they run out of the, the rock on Saturdays and there's a half empty stadium. That stuff would just drive me insane. Sure. If I was a division one football player, not only football, but baseball as well. When they were out there doing, they're doing BP and there's nobody in the stadium to watch them. So, so, so those are the types of things that we, we've got to do a better job of is telling those stories of, of, of the student athlete experience, you know, mm-hmm. They, they are, you know, putting all these countless hours. So I think it's, it's up to us as a staff and our fan base to support them. Um, because there's not a better ambassador 
other than our alums, but our, our present student athletes and our students for our wonderful university. Um, and, and whenever you're, you know, in the airport or, or if you're driving your car and you're going on vacation, wear the colors. And of course, our, our you know, Golden Eagle the brand is very strong locally and regionally. It's also strong pretty nationally as well. But that's through the help of all of us going out and doing that. So um, I just think it's very important that we continue to try to grow the fan base. Uh, I know we already have a strong core group there, um, but I think we can be better. I've seen it better um, when I was here, uh, even before when I was a kid growing up, I saw it. Um, um, but we've got to be consistently filling up our arenas and our stadiums and, and showing people that that South Mississippi um, can and and also um, you know if if we want to position ourselves for future moves, if that, I'm not saying this is going to happen either, but if we were to move conferences or whatever, we've got to be able to show numbers and show that we fill up the stand. They're looking at all those things: attendance right. numbers, season ticket numbers, donor numbers. They're looking at all that stuff. And if we're not positioning ourselves well in those numbers, they're not going to come calling. Mm-hmm. And we can do the best marketing plan we can to try to move ourselves into something. But if we're not doing those things, as far as growing our numbers and our attendance numbers in every sport, season ticket numbers, showing those numbers are increasing, showing that our Eagle Club numbers are increasing as well, then all everything everything else is just a moot point. So we need everybody, like uh, like you said, to pull the rope in the same direction. It's happened before for us in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, and it can't happen now. Yeah, and you know something that stuck with me that you were talking about with with you know running out uh, after putting in the countless hours as a football player and the rock being empty. Uh, on our interview last week that we had with uh, Rod Davis, he mentioned um, he wanted to come out an hour and a half before the game, and he wasn't a guy that 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 fielded kicks. You know, he didn't have to practice that part of it, but he wanted to come out anyway. You know why he wanted to come out so early? Because the student section was always packed, and he couldn't believe it. He said it didn't happen anywhere else, so that wasn't that long ago, right? I mean, it's not like we're nope. talking back in the 50s here. That has happened, and it will no. happen again, and, you know, guys like you are, are, are going are to lead us in the right direction. I really believe that. Um, so speaking of that, what are some of the promotions coming up for this football season? Yeah, we've got, you know, uh, there's a lot of promotions that are online, but the, the, the first one, of course, it's, Home opener, August 31st, you know, that pretty much should sell itself anyway. But it's, right. it's also a gold out. That's, a, you know, a traditional thing. We want to make sure everybody wears their gold out for the home, the first home game. But it's also we're having post-game fireworks after the game as well. So um, we're really looking forward to doing that. And it's also a, a back-to-school bash where we're selling. We're trying to get out, like I was talking about earlier, within the elementary and middle schools. Not just in Hattiesburg, not just in, in Lamar County, but in other, the contiguous counties as well, um, and, and further out, um, and to try to get those guys out to the game as well. So we're offering $10 upper level tickets for kids up there as well. Hmm. Um, but, but something else that, that we're, that we're doing, um, and, uh, that we're trying to, to get finished before August is, uh, the South End Zone, which is, is a wonderful seat there. Um, but what we've done is we're about to rebrand that as the family fun zone area. And the band was actually set in those two sections, um, in the corner where we've moved the band, the band's going into the student section, section, uh, J and K. And, um, and so we're actually going to be, uh, so the band will actually be in there with the students. 
And then we're selling those additional two sections as part of the family fund zone as well. So inside the family fund zone, we are uh, working on the family, some family friendly concessions. So I know concessions has been a hot button. So we've been working well with our Aramark here of trying to come up with some different ideas. And we're about to roll out some stuff here um, pretty soon that I think people will be excited about. But in, but inside the, the family fun zone or the south end zone area, um, we're making it family friendly for kids. So I've got a three-year-old and I've got an 11-year-old. When they come to the games, I want to make sure they've got something for them to do. So, you know, we've got some uh, Pops Brothers Popsicles. I don't know if you ever had those here with our local company on the oh, Gulf yeah. Coast. We'll have we'll have that there. We'll have cotton candy there. We'll have balloon artistry there. The guy that will do balloon animals, face painting. There'll be some little kid friendly games there as well. So all that'll happen underneath that touchdown terrace there in the south end zone area. So you want to make sure you get your if you're if you're on the edge and not really sure if you want to buy season tickets yet and you've got kids. We want to make sure you go ahead and buy season tickets over there in that area. So that'll be your area. Yes. So experiment with that. Definitely come out for that. So. Well, that um, is uh, that, that, that's music. Uh, that's music to my ears as far as having a two-year-old there. And I will say that um, if anybody sits near Jamie and I during the game, you might want to also provide some earmuffs for those two-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's hey, right. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. But that's cool, man. That, that's that, that's what we've been talking about. That's 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 why uh, we kind of started off the interview talking about you know the wheels always turning, and you've been here you know right. what less than six months, and we already got all these cool things going on. Hey, let me ask you this. What do you think our biggest hurdle is at Southern Miss, in your opinion? I mean, I know we have a lot of things going for us, but what's the biggest hurdle we have we have to to jump over? Hmm. I think um, hmm, that's a very tough question. Biggest hurdle has got to, it's it's revenue. Um, it's it's you know it's um, wanting to be a have and not one of the have nots. Uh, you know, a big hurdle too is we we you know we live in SEC country, uh, and you got Mississippi State and Ole Miss up north, and uh, everybody kind of sees how that how that runs, and everybody wants. I think the casual fan. I'm not saying Southern Miss alum or Southern Miss fans, mm-hmm. but the casual fan, the fan that's just walking around, and and you know how do we capture them? How do we get them to become Golden Eagles? I think that's one of our biggest hurdles. Uh, relevancy is another big hurdle for us we've got to get on the field and win some big games and and be relevant and uh, do it on the big stage and and open up some eyes we've done that before in the past it's time now to do that again um but i think we have a relevancy um issue um that uh that that, that's out there just with the casual fan right um and, and and how do we get their attention and, and so that's what we're trying to do by, you know, with the families and, and, and young kids, um, is just to grab their attention and make it cool to come to Southern Miss and, and to attend the games. And then, you know, our, our student attendance is another big issue. It's another hot button topic. And it's not just at Southern Miss. It's happened across the country. Right. There's a couple of places that have it going on, but there's not a lot. Um, so that's not the big hurdle for us is getting our students' attention the 18 to 21 year old who are, you know, uh, they've got, they got the mobile phone and other, you know, and they're watching whatever and, and just kind of captivating their, their attention and giving something for them to kind of hold on to. And, and so we're, we're doing a lot of different things to try to capture their attention. And, and, uh, but, but I think that those are some major hurdles, always resources is a hurdle, um, being relevant in the marketplace. 
and then getting our students to pay attention to us. Um, those are three things that I think that are that, that are kind of we've got to all work on and try to get better at. What do you think is our biggest attribute? Biggest attribute is is our brand. I think is very strong. Um, I think um, I, I think uh, re, you, Division One athletics being in your backyard. There's not a lot of places around the country where you can say that. And I think Hattiesburg and and Southern Miss as a two communities they work well together. Um, and, and trying to do different things to try to engage our fan base and engage the public and trying to get them out to our games. I think working hand-in-hand hand that way. Um, uh, you know, I love our colors, the black and gold colors. I love the pageantry of not just college football, but all of our sports. I think our biggest attributes, too, are our student-athletes. Are so They do so well in, their, in our community, and, and I, you know, you never hear a bad thing about any of our student-athletes um that are out there in the community and, and, and doing things to try to get people out to the games and and so i think we're just that we have a strong brand and and uh i think we put on a uh, once you do come out to the game i think we put on a good show for, right. for the fans um i think the fan experience is there um i think uh, you know some people may think you know we have a parking issue but if you've been to some other campuses um around the country and try to park closer to the stadium, you, you really can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, it'll here, cost you, you know a, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. you know, a lot of the people that do complain about that, we went up to Starkville a couple of years ago and you know what I did? I parked a mile away and I paid 50 bucks to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're not doing that here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, so it's, it's all relevant, you know, um, wherever you go. But, um, but I think we've, we've got some great selling pieces, um, and to come out to the games, I think it's an affordable. Um, I think the family fun zone will be a big hit this year. Um, I think uh, some of the things that we're trying to do for our season ticket holders with the refillable mugs, um, I, th- I think that's right. going to be a home run with us uh, with with our concessions. And, and I think once we uh, roll out some of the other things that we want to do this year, I think people will get really excited about it too. So um, I'm really excited for for football season and moving on. Is uh didn't I see something you might have you might have mentioned it and I just I, I just didn't listen but did you is there something about the students getting able to run out of the tunnel for a game this year? Yeah, that, they started that last year, um, but but this year we we've continued it. It's, it's called the freshman flight. So if you're a freshman student, you get to lead the team onto the field for the very first home football game. Mm, cool. I mean, man, I, I would have jumped at that. Right. I, I still want to do it. They have said. I know it, right? So come on down. Just don't, you know, yeah. I won't turn you away. But, uh, but, but anyway, I, I would have jumped at that chance way back when. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, and, and we're already talking with, um, you know, our new student family programming. So we're already working with those, with those guys in that shop to try to get the word out about that and at orientations as well. And, and it's just trying to make it to be like that, that is the thing to do when you're a freshman at the first home football game or your freshman year. You know, you, you paint the eagle walk, mm-hmm. and then you go run out of the tunnel. You know, that's just part of it. So that's awesome. Um, so we're trying to get all those that going, and I think uh, we'll it'll be an exciting time with that first home football game. If you could wave a magic wand here in Hattiesburg and just change anything that you could as it pertains to Southern Miss, what would it be? Oh, I want the. I mean, I want. <laughs> 20, Every single 20, one 20 of more our, million dollars per yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just give me, I need a million dollar uh, marketing budget. No, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, no, I, I think it's, uh, I, I think we've got to fill up the rock. I mean, seriously, that I'm a, I'm a broken record. That, that's all I think about. Sure. Um, and that, that may be kind of shallow, but it's, 
uh, I, I want it packed. I know I've got it hashtag 30K five times, but I want it sold out 36, 38,000 mm-hmm. every single game, you know, 30,000 season ticket holders. If, if we had 30,000 season ticket holders, we wouldn't be worried about anything. No, We'd be very well positioned to do whatever we wanted to do. And we're, you know, I say we're not that far off. We are that far off. But, um, but, but, but yeah, filling up the rock on every single Saturday, not just because we've got a marquee game coming up, but also filling up our, our tailgate area, Spirit Park area, and just with people having a good time and having, uh, having fun. So, man, that's kind of what it's all about. What's the, uh, what's the football team going to do this year? I like our chances. I like the bowl game, definitely. And I'm planning for us to be there in December with the, the championship game at the rock. That's kind of what we're all planning for to have that sixth home game. Right. So, right. um, if, if, you know, if our fans will come out, I think we got a good shot. I know coach hop and the players, I know they're working hard. Um, I'm out there watching them, um, throughout the day. Um, you know, we're kind of working hard and getting ready for, you know, they're doing their summer things right now. I know a lot of them are taking a break right now for summer, but some of the coaches are, but they'll be back come August and, uh, and really looking at looking forward to the football season, and, and and so hopefully others are too. Absolutely, man. Well, it's uh, you know, it's going to be a fun time. I, I always enjoy it. There's there's a ton of us that always enjoy it. Hopefully, uh, some of the things that you've said today uh, will, will will maybe pique somebody's interest to to bring an extra person with them to the game or to come out to a tailgate or just you know inch them along. And, and somewhere along the lines, it seems like everybody that comes enjoys it and gets a little bit of that Golden Eagle fever. And I'm telling you, man, when it happens, it's a beautiful thing, and I can't wait for it to happen again. Um, you guys, you can uh, follow Brad at BradSmithUSM on Twitter. <clears throat> Email brad.j.smith at usm.edu. Brad, um, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any final thoughts for the uh, Golden Eagle faithful out there? That's it, man. I appreciate you guys taking the time and chatting with me. I'm always up for, for, for talking about the Golden Eagles and, you know, if you haven't bought your season tickets, go ahead and do that for football season. If you're not a football fan, buy season tickets for one of the other sports. But but uh, go ahead and do that and uh, join the Eagle Club and, and wear your colors. So I uh, really look forward to seeing everybody this, this fall. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it again. And Southern Miss? To the top. That was Brad Smith. Excellent stuff. Now, I've run into Brad quite a few times since he's been hired. I've been thoroughly oppressed. I've been thoroughly impressed with him and and really excited about what he and the rest of the new athletic staff are going to bring to the table. One thing I'll comment on there, because he's not, I didn't do the interview, so he couldn't hear me complain about this. I feel like I vent to this guy. I try to be nice to him, but I feel like I vent to him or to see him. But the, uh, the end zone, the family end zone, you know, they used to, keep an eye on the the end zone, the lower level in the end zone, like the floor level. But kids will run through there just willy-nilly and just running through the kicker's net, falling down, busting it. They'll start playing football. They'll start tossing football in the stands, hitting old ladies in the head. It gets out of control. At least it has the past couple of years. They used to keep an eye on it, but they haven't the past few years. I guess they're just glad to have people in the stadium. But uh, if somebody could keep an eye on that, I, I – I'm worried about a potential lawsuit or something because those kids, I've seen kids just run through that kicker's net when it's on the ground and just face plant it. And not to mention, I've watched people get hit by footballs uh, that were just being tossed around down there. So 
I sound like an old man. I said, this is the kind of stuff that I don't even know. My dad would have complained about this stuff, but here I am. <laughs> but I'm excited. That's the that's really good things. Reaching out, trying to bring new people into the stadium, trying to fill that stadium back up and make it an amazing environment. Like I said, I'm, I'm focused, motivated, ready to go. Super excited for the upcoming football season. You guys make sure you follow Brad on Twitter at BradSmithUSM. You can follow us at To The Top Talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington and Jason at Bumper J Bailey. To The Top Talk is on Facebook and Instagram as well. Got to give our shout outs. Shout outs. First shout out, collegesportsunfiltered.com. You guys go check it out. Also, a shout-out to the men of Sigma Chi, the Theta Delta chapter. Shout-out to the men of Pi Kappa Phi, the Theta Alpha chapter. Shout-out to Drew Wick slinging the graphics. He started slinging graphics again this week, and they were terrific. So, like I said at the front of the show, Last for Life 2019 with Frank Caliendo and special guest Keith Alberstadt is Friday, August the 2nd. Get your tickets now at lastforlife.com. My next comedy show after that, Dan St. Germain at Brewskies in Hattiesburg on Friday, August 17th. Saw him in New York a few years ago. An amazing comic as well. Be sure if you're coming out of the show, look him up on YouTube. Make sure he's your speed of comedy. If you want to support the show, check us out. Patreon.com slash To The Top Talk. Look for To The Top Talk on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Give us a rating and review and whatnot. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell your friends. And as always, Southern Miss... To the top. Hulk.